from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Hello and welcome to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Oh man, mornings are fun. Mornings are fun, folks. Happy to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time right here on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. If you haven't become a member, the time to do so was yesterday. But you could still do it today. I'll let it happen. Join me up here on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. Become a member of the broadcast for free, and you will be emailed every single time the show goes live. You'll also have an opportunity to be a part of the show every single day that the show is on because you will be connected with the broadcast. You'll have an email sent to all your devices, whatever device you use, iPad, iPod, smartphone, tablet, desktop, laptop, whatever it may be, you'll be sent an email. You'll be sent an email every time the show goes live, and it'll simply say, "Wake up call is live. Would you like to listen?" You click yes inside, and it'll bring you straight to the feed. So it's a very easy way to connect with the show at all times. So make sure that you're doing so. If you want to know why I'm laughing, uh, some of you know that I do impressions. A lot of you know that I do impressions here on the show. And one of them that I do is Kim Jong-un. Now, I never set out to do this impression and have, you know, all this craziness and reality be going on with the actual Kim Jong-un. So this was never never a thought that had crossed my mind that this would be, you know, something where I'm doing the impression and things are actually going on. But, you know, it's it's been an eventful morning and, and it's been funny here. So, you know, if he shows up at some point in the show or, or somebody shows up on the show, just just be prepared for it and enjoy it. So have some fun with it, of course, as always. You know you're going to have fun all the time. That's how we do it here. You know, blow the mic. There's no blowing of the mic, Kim. We don't blow mics here. Why you don't blow? I love blow stuff up. No, that's not... That's in and in a wake up call. You let off a bomb in the morning. You say good morning. Your eggs are ready. No, that's not how. That's how you wake people up for breakfast. That's how you wake people up. You blow off a bomb, and you say your eggs are ready. That's how you do it. Well, how else you gonna do it? You blow off a bomb. Say your eggs are ready. You take off the index finger and say here are your pancakes. No, that's not. That's not. That's how we do it. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I should just have him on the show and just have that one line. If I'm going to say anything I say on the show, he just comes in and says, that's how we do it. So, <laughs> uh, You got to beat the ice, folks. This is how I'm helping you beat the ice. You know, I wish we had ice in North Korea. I put it in Town Square. I put everybody out there and I say, if you make it from one end of Town Square to the other side, carrying a small moose... I feed you today. Okay, that's enough. That's enough. I'm the greatest ice skater in the whole wide world, you know? Okay? How are you the greatest ice skater in the whole wide world? Who else going to beat me? Everybody. 
Literally anybody. A three-year-old child. Do you even use skates? No. I have people on ice skates carry me on a nice couch from one side to where I want to go. They put grapes there. They put pineapple. It's very nice. So, <laughs> that's, this is how, that's how you live your life? That's how you ice skate? Oh, my goodness. I can't. <clears throat> I don't even know what to say to you right now. I really don't. I don't know how you got on my show. I really don't. I don't know how any of this stuff happened. You know who my favorite ice skater is? Who? Tanya Hard. Okay, that's enough. Okay, we're going to have to move on. We're going to have to move on. She slices, she dices. <laughs> yeah, you got jokes this morning, Kim. You got jokes. Always. Okay, so we're going to move on here in the show. That's why <laughs> That's why we do. But <laughs> Oh god. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with, with Dan Tortora. We are going to move forward here on the show in the morning menu, probably presented by the Market Diner on 2100 Park Street in Syracuse, New York, in the regional market across from Destiny, USA. <laughs> Man, we're going to start the show off as we always do on a Friday show with the annoying moment of the week, proudly presented by Carvel DeWitt. It is what happy tastes like. Don't let the cold weather fool you. Carvel DeWitt is open year-round, and their flavor never changes. It's always amazing. It's always good, and it always brings you back to your childhood days. And if you didn't get Carvel as a child, well, it's time to be a child now and go get yourself some. Get the Wake Up Call special Sunday available exclusively at Carvel DeWitt on 4322 East Genesee Street in DeWitt, New York. And you can get that any day of the week, chocolate, vanilla, or a twist, your choice, topped off with my signature cookie dough pieces and caramel swirl. You can get that at Carvel DeWitt whenever within their hours, usually open from 11 a.m. to 9 in, in normal hours when they stretch out. Say sometimes it goes a little bit condensed uh, for the, you know, a little bit before nine, I would say, but you know, they're open right and late morning throughout the afternoon and early evening. So that's the easiest way for me to say it to you here. I know there's some ice coming. That's just why I'm making like a special note here, but make sure you get yourself out to Carvel DeWitt. And if you're going to be trapped in your house, might as well be trapped in there with a nice ice cream cake. So you got something to snack on while you're hanging out and watching the games this weekend. So the annoying moment of the week is coming up first at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. I will be joined by Shamarco Thomas. Shamarco Thomas, for so many of you Syracuse fans, you know who Shamarco Thomas is. He's the guy that is literally, quite notably, one of the hardest hitters, if not the hardest hitter, from Syracuse in the last decade. Uh, a phenomenal player who gave it his all while he was at Syracuse, continues to do so in the NFL. He just played up against the Jaguars in Jacksonville for the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs, and before that was playing with the Pittsburgh Steelers in his first four seasons inside the NFL. He'll be joining me in just a little while to tell his story, and it is a very, very deep and extensive conversation with Shamarco Thomas that is an unmissable conversation. So make sure that you pop a squat and you are ready to go when this thing rolls off at 9.30, right around 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And then we're going to get into fantasy football advice for the divisional round of the playoffs, as well as a full analysis included with that of the NFL playoffs coming up this weekend and the eight teams that remain 
that are trying to move forward and make it into the final four of the NFL, which would put them in the championship round, which would put them one step from the Super Bowl that will be played in Minnesota this season. So I'm very pumped and very excited to be bringing this to you today. And you're going to get so many, uh, you're going to get so much from, from today's show. If you're a fantasy football fan, if you're a fan of the NFL in general, and you should also listen in for Shamarco Thomas, of course, and for what's coming up right now in the annoying moment of the week. Plenty of show here for you today, and nice. Johnny said, should I start Devontae Freeman? Something wrong with you, Johnny. There's something wrong with you, and that was signed by Kim, not me. So have a good day with that. There you go, Johnny. So let's get started here. In the morning menu with the annoying moment of the week. Let's jump right into it. Dan Tortora proudly brings you. Is that for real? Are you kidding me? The annoying moment of the week. I, I really honestly, I don't know how to respond to this. Presented by Carvel DeWitt. 4322 East Genesee Street. It's what happy tastes like. Do you have to be that crazy? I guess so. The annoying moment of the week for today. How can it not be what I'm about to say? The annoying moment of the week for today, January 12th. The second full week in January. Uh, they <laughs> I feel like I was about to go into... You you wascally wabbit, you wily coyote. So I don't know why... I don't know what's going on this morning. I think the ice and the change in weather has affected this studio because people are showing up in droves right now. I think everybody's... We're just trying to get in because it's cold outside, okay? So that's... I mean, apparently everybody's jumping into the wake-up call studio to try and get warm. So... I guess that's what's going to happen today. But in the annoying moment of the week for today, how can it not be the weather? How can it not be the weather? This weather is insanity. I want to look, I want to do it right now. Can I look up the weather? Can I look up weather.com? It's like the easiest thing in the world. How about that? Sports.com. That's what, that's what mine should be. Weather.com. Movies.com. Just find everything that you're looking for all the time. So let's, let's take a look right here. Kim and Elmer Fudd definitely seem to roll in the same crowd. Oh, they do. <laughs> oh, they do, baby. <laughs> I don't know who I am today, <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> but it's, uh, oh gosh darn it. So I want to check the weather because this weather has been utter insanity. So how do I get, there's my 10 day forecast. Can it bring me back a few days? Can I do that too? Let's see here. So the weather, this is what I don't, this, this is, this is Syracuse. This is Syracuse in upstate New York. 59 today. And rain, because it has to rain before it goes down to 12 and negative 6, because we have to have ice. It can't just be 59 and sunny. I'm not challenging God, nor am I challenging Mother Nature. I'm just, I'm just saying, have we seen the sun? I've seen, I think I saw it yesterday. No, I didn't. Maybe the day before. 59 degrees today. Then 12, 10, 20, 29, 21, 22, 31, 40. 44, it's normal. That's all normal. 21, 29, 40. 40 is a little bit high, but that's normal, okay? It's normal. It's it's right above. That's right. The That's the average. 
59 to 12. This is the second time we're doing this this winter. And the thing is, it's not just 59 to 12, like, holy mother, it's going to be super cold outside. There's going to be a big drop. You know, it's like, why are people getting the flu? Why are people having, why are people struggling with their allergies? Because the weather is insane. This weather is insane. This weather is a split personality girlfriend waiting to creep back up in your life. That is what this weather is. This weather is the schizophrenic person that you dated. And, and I say for, I say women for me because I, because, you know, that's, I date women and, and now I have a wife. So, but you know, man, woman, whatever, whatever you like to date. Apparently a woman was legally married to the Eiffel Tower. I get the point. <laughs> Thank you. I'm here all day. Rodney Dangerfield stuff. So, but it's true. This actually happened. A woman was married to the Eiffel Tower because people will take money for you for anything. So, but I mean, this, this weather is like a schizophrenic ex of yours, right? That person that's like, why don't we get married? Why don't we have kids? Why don't we just live together? Two hours later, I hate you. I hope you die. I hope, I just don't hope you die. I hope you die like a miserable death. Three hours later, can you come over? I'm lonely. Next morning, I don't want you to meet my parents. Next day, you know what? We should just get a puppy. That is our weather. That's our weather. Our weather is a Kardashian right now. Because apparently that was the impression that was happening. But that's our weather right now. How about that? Syracuse weather. A true Kardashian. I want to see that on the news. Syracuse weather. A Kardashian. <laughs> I love it. More at 5 p.m. after Syracuse's weather. The Kardashian that's not in the family yet. So, but it is. It's schizophrenic. Positively and absolutely schizophrenic. This weather is the annoying moment of the week, and it was the annoying moment of last week. Because it doesn't stop. You know, this whole, like, are you going to... I mean, our flights totally... Do you know what happened at the airport? Do you want to know what happened? If you didn't hear it on the show before. The airport. Syracuse airport. Last Sunday. Cancel the flight. This is the crazy thing. Not because of weather. So all the weather stuff and on top of the weather stuff, they canceled a flight of a plane that was there because they couldn't find the pilot to fly the plane. That seems like a, that seems like the setup for a cartoon by Looney Tunes on a Saturday morning. Well, who's here going to fly this plane? You know, that's, that's exactly, wow, 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 wow. I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> that's what, that's exactly what this feels like. So the weather, travel, it's crazy. Last From last Thursday through Sunday, people were like, how am I going to get anywhere? And now this week, I got people like Johnny saying, I'm not leaving my house tomorrow. It's going to be a giant sheet of ice. I'm not doing it. It's not going to happen. I'm not leaving. This has to be, this has to be, has to be. The annoying moment of the week. It's been insane. It's been absolutely insane. 59 to 12. Wow. 59 to 12. Don't you love this? There's a flood advisory and then it's ice. Hey, you might have flooding on your street and then you might have a pond that's frozen over. You might have flooding, then you might have an, a rink. 
from driving in the flood to putting on some skates and shoveling your snow. 59 degrees to 12. I hope to God it's wrong. Remember when they used to be wrong? You know? Remember when meteorologists could be totally off? Like, just crazy off? Where they would tell you, like, basically, don't do your homework tonight. There's not going to be any school. (laughs) School. And you wake up in the morning, it's 47 degrees outside. It's sunny and there's no rain whatsoever. And there's flowers trying to come back out. And you're like, curse you, meteorologist man. A meteorologist, when I love when people, like, if you get a prediction wrong, this is so fun. It doesn't happen to me a lot with, like, people going crazy on this. Thank God. I mean, the people that follow the show are competent and smart, and I appreciate that. But every once in a while on social media somewhere, you get a knucklehead, right? And I'll predict, like, 14 games, and I'll get one game wrong. And they'll be like, hey, Dan Tatora, <laughs> you guys, uh, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know. <laughs> How did you not know about who was going to win that game? So, (coughs) meteorologists, 99% of the time, can be totally wrong, and they don't lose their job. So, as long as my predictions are a better percentage right than meteorologists, I'm doing friggin' awesome for myself. And I would venture to say that there are times where I make predictions where I keep myself, you know, I keep myself above 50% or better. And that's better than almost every meteorologist that I've probably ever listened to in my life. And it's no offense to any meteorologist. I'm just stating a fact. You could get up in the morning, do your research, put your lick your finger and put it in the sky and think that you know it all and have the Doppler, Boppler, Bubble, Doobie-Doo, and you're still like, mm, I think today is going to be sunny and 70 and it's a blizzard. I can't tell, but it always seems to work backwards when they're like, ice is coming and it could affect your travel. That happens. There's going to be snow and probably a lot of people not having school tomorrow. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. When it had to do with school and being able to sit at home in your pajamas, they were wrong. But when it's about ice and you have to go to work, for some reason they're right with stuff. I don't like it. So, we're supposed to get snow tomorrow. Sleet or freezing rain is possible early. Cloudy with rain and snow this evening. Becoming all snow overnight. This is good to know. Chance of snow is only 100% for today. It's only 100. It's 100%. It's not, it's not bad. It's just 100%. It should just put chance of snow imminent. <laughs> but this drop in the wet, this is crazy. This is make this makes people not want to go outside. It makes me not want to go outside. Why? Why would I go outside today? If I don't have to, why would I venture outside today? That's just a stupid thing to do. Unless you have to go outside. Why would you go outside? Because the wet because that's the thing. I have allergies. So, you know. And I love when people are like. Having gluten or not having gluten is not a real thing. And allergies are just, they're just like fake things that people make up to be like, <laughs> I have a cough. Allergies are real, okay? I'm going to tell you allergies are real because you can't control them. You can't control allergies. When it drops from 59 to 12, I'm guaranteeing you that all of us that have allergies feel something. In our nose, in our head, in our throat, in our body. It makes you lethargic. It makes you just want to like sit and do nothing. 
So hopefully this weather will get back right here. To have 52, well, actually yesterday was like 54. At 54, 59, then 12, how about this? Add 54 and 59, what's that? 113. 113, then add the days that we have coming up. 12, 10, that's 22, then 42 altogether. Then 42, and that's 1, and that's 71, and then that's 92, and that's 114. So the forecast for the next six days, if you add all those highs together, they total the last two days. Welcome to Central and Upstate New York. Welcome to our weather. Welcome to, I think I'll wear shorts today too. I don't want to go outside and talk to anybody. I'm very terrified of the weather. So hopefully the ice will not come. Hopefully this rain will stop. The rain just adds insult to injury. If it's warm outside and it goes to cold, it sucks. It's not good because of drops in weather and, you know, and people getting sick or whatever and allergies and whatnot. But at least there's no ice. If it was sunny outside right now and not raining, then I'm game. And I'm hoping to God that the weather people are wrong and that the good Lord will shine some sun right now, take away this rain before this weather drops so that you and I can do what we need to do. I have a game to go to. I'm covering the Jaguars in Pittsburgh for the divisional round and I got to get down there. So I don't want a sheet of ice. I don't want any of this stuff and I want y'all to be safe. So the annoying moment of the week this week is the weather because it can't make up its mind and it needs to, Caitlyn Jenner. I'm sorry. (laughs) So I have nothing against Caitlyn Jenner. I have nothing against Caitlyn Jenner. I'm just saying, if you're going to commit, commit. Half man, half woman, commit. Just commit, like the weather. Just find a way to commit. And when if somebody listens to the show and says, Dan, you hate transgender people, no, I don't. I don't at all. I think Caitlyn Jenner, because the thing is, I feel like Caitlyn Jenner, I feel like some of this was for the money. When they said, if Caitlyn Jenner does this, this, and this, she's going to make $2 billion over the next whatever years. That, to me, is not... There's other people in the transgender community that can speak about their hardship and about their reality that are not making millions and dollars millions of dollars off of it. People that decide to be who they want to be are not making millions of dollars. They're just living life. So, you know, I feel like there's better representation than that, than a, than a Kardashian saying, look at me, look at me, because that is the way of the Kardashians. And I'm just not... I'm not rolling for it, and I'm not rolling for this weather, folks. It's got to get better out there. We'll take a step aside. Please be safe today. We're coming back with Shamarco Thomas in just a moment. You don't want to miss this. An amazing, amazing sit-down with one of the best people that I know is coming up in just a moment. This is a wake-up call fast break. Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvalanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DrysigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. 
with the bamboo line relaxed fit clothing as well as the athletic fit clothing. DrySigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, command yourself to feel comfortable in DrySig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DrySigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name. So give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. The Market Diner prides itself on bringing the local community fresh ingredients that are better than going elsewhere. Open for breakfast, served all day, lunch and dinner with daily specials. The Market Diner is located at the Regional Market on Park Street, right across from Destiny, USA. For takeout, call 315-474-5247. The Market Diner. Local. Fresh. Better. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dave Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. It is now that time to get into my one-on-one conversation with Shamarco Thomas. Shamarco Thomas, who came from the Syracuse Orange, went into the NFL and was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, spent four seasons with the Steelers before moving on to an opportunity with the Jets that ultimately landed him with the Buffalo Bills when all was said and done for the 2017-18 season and was a part of the playoffs when the Bills traveled to Jacksonville to face them in the NFL wildcard round this past weekend. Shamarco has an amazing story. If you've never heard it, you're in for a treat. If you have heard it, there's so much within this conversation that is legitimately, even though I'm sharing this with you right now, it's it's one of my favorite conversations, especially of late. And so it's with great pleasure and, and great appreciation that I say to Shamarco, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Doing very well. And, and Shamarco, first and foremost, I want to I go back to your story and to the people that maybe don't necessarily know your story about not having your mom, not having your dad, 
having your siblings and and not just playing football for yourself, but playing it for them, playing it for you know the ability to take care of them and do right by them. You you have hands down had a story that has has stuck with me since the moment that I heard it, and for all the years that have passed. Whenever I think about hardships in football, it always brings me back to you. Just what you can say about what you've been through and and how you just get up every day because you're not only a football player that's current and consistent, you're not only a guy who's fighting to do the right thing out there, but you know, you're somebody who's been an inspiration to a lot of people. So just to speak on your story a little bit. Um you definitely my mom and dad, you know, uh my mom was a very hardworking lady, you know. She did everything for me to provide for me and my family. And my stepdad that passed away before her, he was a great man. He's the person that I really looked up to, you know. So, um, me as a person is just a, a god fearing man. You know, uh, my mom always put that in me, and did me that. And put God first no matter what the obstacle was. So, when I lost my parents, I, that's all I had was God to put him first. And, you know, when you go back to those moments, I mean, you're a human being. So, I mean, what, did you have those those nights or, or those days where you just wanted to disappear? You didn't want to be here and, and, and you didn't want to even leave the house. Did you have those moments or has it always been, you know, that, that somehow, some way you just found a way? I mean, was 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 the beginning of this... Uh, a lot different than than the Shamarka we see because I see the guy on the field who's throwing his body out there and getting after it, the guy who's smiling, the guy who's always saying yes and thank you and I appreciate it. I see the humble guy, but when all of this happened and all of this tragedy happened, bring me into how you were in the beginning. Was it really hard for you to have faith? Was it hard for you to get up in the morning? Oh, it's definitely hard for me to have faith. I always tell people uh, I almost really gave up football and really just to come back and take care of my family. Uh, but I have a guy's counselor and mom I call Miss Miss Alex, Leslie Allen, Leslie Riccio now that she's married, but uh, I came I came to her after I was in the for the first time in the casket and I told her that I was gonna stay home and you know, I was crying and stuff like that. And, um, she told me that's not what my mom wanted, wanted me to do. She knew that she wanted, my mom wanted me to pursue my dreams and uh it's definitely hard days you know and it's still hard to this day you know i still have my nights and i cry and listen to music to my parents, you know but uh it's like i said before i put god first and then when i put god first it helps me fight through all the pains and tears and all that stuff but it's definitely been dark days and uh they, they haven't stopped now and uh but it makes me stop each every day and when you look at that when you say that you know you have have that faith and you know, you put that faith into God. What instituted that for you? What got you to that point? Like you said, you know, it's been hard and you've had your moments and you've had that time. What made you turn to God? Was was he always a big part of your life or did you have to kind of learn to have that faith? Uh, I kind of had to learn it. You know, it was a process. You know, I was always really around God. You know, my mom always talked about God. But as a teen, you know, you really don't get to learn and know the benefits of having the faith and reading the Bible and stuff like that. And, uh, I say when I got to the NFL, uh, I think my first second year when I met my, my mentor, a big brother, I call him Troy Paul and he really broke it down to me. And, uh, I feel like my faith was strong right there and it helped because at first, I remember, like, even though I made the NFL, he 
players to be there. You see other players having their mom and dad around, helping them out, getting them to move into the house and stuff like that, or helping out with situations with organizations and stuff like that. that I didn't have it, so it was definitely was a tough process for me. But Troy, I think he helped me bring myself bring closer to God and understand through all the struggles that God had on back. Speaking here with Shamarco Thomas, drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers out of Syracuse just five years ago. Shamarco, to to expand a little bit more on that, like you said, your mentor, the guy that kind of broke it down for you and helped you establish your faith, Troy Palomalu, just what you could say about, you know, his personality. You know, people see him and, and fans obviously see him on the field in history and they go back and they watch those tapes and they loved, the, you know, the Troy Palomalu days. But you knew him as a man. You knew him eye to eye. You knew him sitting in a room what was he like for you? What has he been like for you? And just what you can say about how he became your mentor. Why him? Uh, honestly, man, he's the reason why I'm going to lead today, you know, because as a young guy in the league, you know, you got a lot of distractions and stuff. And, uh, and I was falling through the cracks, you know. But um, Troy is one of the most genuine, humblest men I've ever in my life. And I always tell him, I always tell people, like, he's close to God, you know, because. I never see, I know he's not perfect, but everything he does is perfect to me, you know, you know, the way he treats his family, the way he prays, the way he handles himself and carries himself, and how he loves for others, you know, he, uh, he'll give the person a laugh on his back, you know. So, Troy has been one of the biggest things, I don't think I would be in the NFL without being mentored by Troy, you know. And when you, when you say that, when you say, you know, I don't know if I'd be here without Troy because of those things that kind of try and take your focus off of football once you're in the NFL. What were some of the obstacles that you had to jump in the last five years? Uh, a lot of obstacles, you know, coming in, being a four-rounder, you know, uh, and being behind Troy and then when my turn was up, a lot, of, a lot of things, you know, a lot of people and a lot of fans or whatever you say, people talk, you know, that's, that's what the media do. And it was getting on me at first, you know, because it was turning out how I wanted it to be. And uh, Trump was always in my corner, no matter what. He never judged me. He never, he always talked to some or tell me something about his experiences that he had to go through in the cell to help me out, get through my situation. Like that. He, when we even had, even have lunches together, sit down and talk. He was that type of guy, you know, gentle and humble. To look at somebody like him and to be drafted to the Pittsburgh Steelers, you were drafted in the fourth round, 111th overall back in 2013, did you feel welcomed by Troy right right off the bat? I mean, did he kind of take you under his wing and say, all right, young buck, you know, you're going to come with me and I'm going to help you to kind of learn the ropes here, learn about the NFL? Or is it something where you came into Pittsburgh and it took a little bit of time before somebody like Troy came along to really, you know, take you aside and say, hey, man, I'm here for you? See, the craziest thing is, um, I got drafted. I got a phone call, you know, from the team being close to him. The next person that called me was Troy Palomaro. So that was an amazing experience, you know. And, uh, when I got there, you know, I seen him in OTA. You know, we had a conversation before about him before that project, and he, he's the stuff. But uh, it really happened going into my second year, you know, and, uh, I just called him randomly and asked him, like, I told him I wanted to be great. And he didn't respond, so I'm like, man, Trey might not mess with me. <laughs> but, so he texted me the next day, and he was like, define greatness. And, you know, as a young guy, you know, when I went to Syracuse, all I did was hard work, dedication, so that's what I put greatness. 
he didn't respond until the next day after that. And uh, on his movement, he broke it down. He was like, being great is not just working hard, being dedicated to football because you're bigger than football. You know, it's um, idolizing God, putting the family first, you know, and create the foundation that real people in yourself and yourself that can aspire to be, you know. So stuff like that really brought us together. And uh, I went out there to Cali and played with him. And uh, I see the way he carries himself with his family, the way he eats, how hard he works, man. He works hard, like sick of it all, you know, and it motivated me. So I think that relationship started playing when I went out there and started working out with him and uh, it's been going for good. So to look back to that, speaking here with Shamarco Thomas, former Syracuse defensive back, former safety for the Orange, and, and now in his fifth season in the NFL, when Troy decided to wrap it up and to hang up those cleats, I mean, you've been in Pittsburgh 2014 or 2013, 14, 15, and 16, the, the majority of your time outside of a short stint with the Jets and, and then with Buffalo this season. What did you take away from Pittsburgh as a whole being a part of that rotation? Because this is a defense that's been known in history, and no matter how good, bad, or indifferent the defense is from season to season, there's always that weight and there's always that notion that the Steelers are supposed to be a punch-in-the-mouth, drag-out type of defense. So what did you learn from your time being with an organization that's known for their hard-hitting and known for their high level of play when it comes to defense? Uh, I learned that it's true, you know, and uh, I love the background with everybody sees a lot of like, like Antonio Brown or Troy Palomaro or Ben Roethlisberger, the lady up there, or everybody sees uh, they shine on Sundays, but the Steelers is different. Um, it's the dirty work, the, the work that nobody sees, and all the extra stuff they put in. You know, I remember Coach Tom always phrase, uh, "We're not getting paid by the uh, we're not getting paid by the time we're getting paid by the winners," and, and that that just shows that. It was bigger than just, oh, just clocking in to work, work and just go home. It was a family, and we had to win and win championships. So it was one of the greatest experiences I had in coming into the league, you know, to get that organization with the Mr. Rooney's and Coach Tom and Kevin Covert and all the coaches down I mean, there. I had a Hall of Fame coach with both, you know, and the uh, defensive back coach, uh, Coach Lake. And, uh, and they taught me a lot, you know, they taught me how to have my study habits, to work ethic, the extra work. Just how to be uh, a true How they improve your game, Shamarco, on the field? When you look at some of the mechanics and whatnot, what can you attribute to Pittsburgh's coaching staff and how they made you a better safety? Uh, just uh, the work ethic, the extra stuff, you know, the extra stuff at the practice, you know, and learning uh, on your keys and just especially learning from Troy. You know, Troy can tell you uh, a whole defense or offense back and forth. What they gonna do the next move and stuff like that. And so, uh, not just learning from Steve, learning from guys like Troy and uh, even Heath Miller. You know, routine. You know, if I'm gonna take this hot, hot turn bath at this time, do it every day. Do it. I my body at this time. Do it. Eat right. Eat great habits. All that type of stuff helps me become a good safety. Speaking here with Shamarco Thomas, defensive back inside of the NFL and former Syracuse DB. Shamarco, to look at your history after Pittsburgh and to fast forward, you know, you had some time with the Jets and then moved on to Buffalo. Speak with me about after the 2016-17 season with Pitt and just how you got the news of, you know, hey, we're going to, you know, maybe go in another direction. And then it kind of freed you up to see what team would take you 
It's one thing to get drafted, but then you, you're almost getting redrafted again in your career when you're looking for that next job. So what was the transitionary period like for you? Um, honestly, it, everybody thinks it was just cut ties with the Spurs, but it really wasn't. Coach Tommy had a wonderful talk, you know. He was talking about getting a three-year deal and stuff like that. I don't want to talk about that stuff. It's never as old, but me and Coach Tommy ended up a good pair. You know, I was still cool with the coaches. Even as I left the facility, Jordan Porter came up to me and talked to me, you know, and telling me the situation and make sure he wanted me to come back. You know, he even called on me in the, in the middle of my free agency. So it really wasn't that old. They don't want some other to be there, you know. It was just, you know, I was a civilian and I wanted to see what was out there, you know. And I had the injury that, I mean, it was God's plan, so it was hard for me to get on other teams. So, but my experience, the uh, free agency, it was one of the toughest things I ever did in my life, you know. Because you put in so much work, you know, birds with your kids and to get, get your full care and have all these injuries and finish the season on our own. can you say about you know that that opportunity with Buffalo and and what your hopes are for the future I mean you got to play with the team in the 2017-18 season you just went down to Jacksonville and ironically you and I were in the same place at the same time as I was up in the press box and so to to be in a playoff game again I mean you had a couple instances with the Pittsburgh Steelers but what can you say about your future with Buffalo having this opportunity being in the playoffs I mean what what can you say about you know, moving forward with the Buffalo Bills or, or what the future holds for Shamarco Thomas? Uh, I really don't know what the future holds, you know. Hopefully uh, it will be a Buffalo Bill or whoever wants me. You know, I just put it in God's hands, work hard, and uh, let my agent help me the rest. You know, uh, I had a great experience this year, you know. Which the playoffs, the Bills ain't have been playoffs for 17 years, you know. They history are part of history, so it was the best to be a part of it. And uh, I love the return. But at the end of the day, I know this NFL is a business. You know, and, um, we're going to see what the, how the players fall out. And, um, but I hope to be that because I like these coaches. You know, they taught me a lot of things about myself and my game. Uh, I really like the way they coach. What is it about this coaching staff with Sean McDermott and company? Because from the outside looking in, you know, there's a lot of criticism of what the Buffalo Bills have done and, and they could have been better here. Or what are they going to do with Tyrod, so on and so forth. You say that this staff helps you to learn more about yourself and helps you to become better and you appreciate them and that you'd love to be back with them. So what do you like about the staff and, and what can you say about some of the coaches on the staff that have really helped you out? Um. The Buffalo Bills, speaking of McDermott, you know, uh, is a great coach, you know, and uh, it's his way, you know. I like I like his way, you know. Technique, sound, focus, fundamentals, and work hard, you know, old school workout, you know, and be professional. And, and when I came in there, I mean, I was nobody, and they, they welcomed me in, and uh, well, our DB coaches like Bobby and 
all the other coaches burning on them, man. They would be on me every day about the little things, the technique, catching the ball, looking at it in, tackling the techniques, you know, even fitting your gas and stuff like that. And you know how you have coaches that do it in the beginning of the season and then get it by the end? Not Buffalo Bills. The stuff they preach from the beginning, they preach to the end until the last game, you know, the last second on the clock. And that's why I respect the most because I feel like it happened in my game and I started seeing my game change and elevate and build my confidence back up because, you know, through the free agency, that process might be the hardest thing you'll ever go through because your confidence will go up and down. It's like, am I good enough? Does somebody want me? And when I came in here, McDermott and the coaching staff made me feel like I was I wanted, I was wanted and I could help, help the team. And so I, I, I give a little love and shout out to Buffalo Bills and their coaching staff because, man, I feel like my game and my confidence has risen. I feel great, you know? This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Gear up with the real deal at Dreisig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at DreisigApparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands. The Pennant Trophy Center on 111 East Willow Street in Syracuse, New York, has been making memories for Central New York for over 60 years. It has the trophies for your teams, and when you walk in there, it's so much more than just that. When you walk into the Pennant Trophy Center, you are immersed in the reality that anything can be customized, anything can be engraved, whether it's for your anniversary, your wedding, your bar mitzvah, your birthday party, whatever you want to do with that memory, that watch from grandpa, or that bracelet from mom, or that wedding ring that's been passed down through your family. If you want to get something engraved with a memory to last a lifetime, the Pennant Trophy Center, 111 East Willow Street in Syracuse, New York, where memories are made and where memories last a lifetime. Hi, this is Kira from Looking Glass Events, where we're always giving you a reason to celebrate. Whether you have a small business, large business, personal event, or wedding, we are available to plan and coordinate your dream event to life. Every detail, every step, Looking Glass Events is working with you all the way. Call us at 315-702-4653. That's 315-702-4653. Or contact us through our website, lgweddingsandevents.com. Looking Glass Events giving you a reason to celebrate. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, 
is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. That coming from Shamarco Thomas. And Shamarco, before I let you go, you had an opportunity to be coached by Doug Marone. Then Doug Marone went to the Bills. Then he now he's with the Jacksonville Jaguars. The irony and how small, and I'm sure you know this, that the world is, especially in sports, is that Nate Hackett, Tyrone Wheatley, Doug Marone, all in Jacksonville, and Buffalo happens to be the team that plays them, and you happen to be with the Bills. Did you get to spend any time with the old staff? Did you get to talk to any of the coaches? Yeah, I said hi to Coach Marone. You know, Coach Hackett, when I was in the game, you know, he said what's up after the game. He was talking to me when I was on the game on the field, when he was on the sidelines. And, uh, I've seen Coach Wheatley after this game, you know, he just wished me the best of luck. I wish him the best of luck, man. So it was a great experience, you know, besides the loss. When you look back at those days at Syracuse, what are some of your fondest moments? Because, you know, your team, in my opinion, helped Syracuse to to really, you know, show that they were trying to trend upward again and do some good things. You had a lot of hard-hitting guys on the team. You had a good running offense. You had brutal backs that were getting 1,000 yards. And guys like yourself that were putting everything on the line for every single play. When you look back to those moments and look back to the talent, and what you were building and working on building at Syracuse. What can you say about your time back there? Yeah, it was an amazing experience, you know. Uh, I loved all my coaches in the room, you know, Coach Schaefer, you know, Coach Hackett, you guys, you know, and uh, even my teammates the most. You know, those are my guys. I still have contact with them now, you know. And um, the, most, the best was we were here side twice, you know. We 2 and in the pitch, right? And that's just due to all the hard work we put in all season, you know. I know Syracuse is not a big football school, but in me, NASA, Pews, and other players' hearts, man, it was everything. And I remember one day, I think we lost the game that we were supposed to lose, and we had a team, like a, just a player's meeting. And, uh, and I really found out how much Judy was, that people really cared about winning on our team, listening to Jeff Pews, Zach, Zach, and um, NASA. And even I got up there, and I don't talk, so it was definitely. That was, I think that was the most memorable experience of my life, just listening to the guys and how much passion they have for the game and for Syracuse and how to, and how to sort of rebuild this team and turn them to a, a better and better team. And when you see them now and, and see, obviously, that you know Schaefer's not there anymore and that they moved on to another staff and going into their third season under Dino Babers, do you try to connect with it? Do you try to pay attention what's to what's going on? I mean, what – What's your connection to the program now, and, and would you like to go back and, and kind of talk to these guys? If Syracuse said, Shamarco, come back here and, and lay some knowledge out there, would you be willing to do something like that? I would love to, you know. I love to give my experiences, you know, my little bit of knowledge you know, that I have, you know, about the game, you know, the college experience and how to change it. And, uh, I talked to number, you know, the safety number eight? Yeah, 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 Antoine Cordy. You say, yeah. yeah, Antoine Cordy is who you spoke to. He's 
Yeah, he got hurt a couple seasons in a row. Yeah, and uh, I talked to him a lot. You know, he reached out to me. He wanted to work out with me. So I'm willing to talk to anybody, though. I, I, I see you passionate and what you do and you give me all. And uh, you go through some downs. I would love to talk to you because I want to do the same thing. You know? I always reach out to him, talk to him, give him tips, you know, and he's been taking my advice. You know, like in the summer, I tell him certain things the way to take care of your body. He, I see it on what have you know the, the conversations with Antoine Cordy how often have you spoken to him and and what have you really tried to share with him what's that relationship with you guys been like um, you know I, I send him a mixed message sometimes he texts me he texts me well, we met him on snap you know he hit me up and uh, did actually work out with me and I was like I'm, I'm going to be training in Seattle so I just give you tips and workouts and stuff. So I did that. And uh, it, it's a cool relationship, you know. I just help him on the small things, you know, because I, I, I watch the Snapchat. I see all the injuries he's going through. And I went through them, too, with the hamstrings, to the tummy job surgeries, to all of that. And I just wanted to keep him positive and motivated and keep pushing himself no matter what because he's got crazy talent. He might be a better safety than me, you know, and uh, at college. And I just want him to use all this stuff I'm giving him and, Use it on the field and make it give his give him a chance to take care of them. You know that's the biggest thing. I would love to do check. You know, talk to the players and tell them my experiences, and so they can understand that they're not the only ones that go through these struggles in college and have to be by themselves because they got alumni that has their back. So when you when you connect with him, and and obviously that's a that's a huge thing to do. Like you said, that you're not alone. When you connect with with Antoine and you give him some things, and what's kind of been you know your training from afar? How do you how do you train him? Like you said, you're in Seattle, so you'll send stuff send stuff over to him and whatnot. What have you kind of you know suggested to him, or some things that you know you've asked him to work on? What's kind of the Shamarco plan for success for a guy that's unfortunately had to go through some injuries? Uh, so first of all, I talked to him. You know, first of all, I talked to him about God. You know putting God first in your life, you know, and remember that everything happens at God's time, God's speed. That's the first thing because he was dealing with injury. And uh, I was telling him to start treating yourself like a pro right now. You know, that's the biggest thing I wish I would learn in college, you know, nutrition, you know, taking, eating the right things, you know, putting the right things in your body. Uh, training room, you know, even though people say don't be in the training room, get in there and get treatment on the little things because the little things turn into big things, you know. I still cold to a regimen, you know, after workouts, after practice, shakes and stuff like that, and just different things to get him explosive, get his hips stuff and right like that, you know. It's, it's not real big, you know. I just want them to learn from my mistakes, you know, because I had a lot of injuries in college, but I didn't have nobody to tell me, oh, Shemarco, get in these ice tubs, oh, Shemarco, do this, or even the best bear in my game, like, you know, do the extra stuff at the practice, like tackling drills after practice. The extra things that your coaches don't have to tell you to do, you know. That's things I said stuff like that. It's just some motivational things. That coming from Shamarco Thomas and his connection with Antoine Cordy, you said that he might be even better than you in college. What do you see on film of, of Antoine Cordy? Because the, the funny thing about this is I watched you play from right there in the press box and spoke with you after games and before games and whatnot. And I watch Antoine Cordy play and I speak with Antoine before games, after and whatnot. So I personally 
have have sat there at a game and said, I can see this hard-hitting number eight, Antoine Cordy, reminding me of Shamarco Thomas. And so I find it interesting that you see it yourself, and, and it obviously holds more weight coming from you. Why does he resemble you? What is it about his game that you like so much? It's not, see, people think it's just the game. It's, it's not the game. It's the, the passion I see in a, a young man's eyes. You know, you know, when a person is willing to be great, that's something, man, the sky's limits. And he's made, people think I'm great. He made more plays than me. He has more sessions than me and stuff like that. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the passion, you know, the drive to get better. You know, he didn't have the send a message to come out from this. Who do you think that the Right now, you know, play for Syracuse, never messaged me. But out of all the players, he messaged me trying to get better and learn about his craft. And that's why I feel like he can be better than me, you know, because his work after, you know. I see that his same thing, he's doing the college, it resembles in my work after, you know, to push in the cars. Like I used to do, he's in the field all the time. Matter of fact, two, I think two days ago, I just seen him in the gym in Florida working out, you know. A lot of kids at that, at that age is on vacation, trying to have fun, spend time with their family, but he's working. So I really think that resembles me more than the field because on the field, man, he does his thing. You know, interceptions, strikes, do all that, make big-time plays. You know, I make big-time plays and big-time hits, but he's God's deliver for him, man. And I, I pray that he stays up this season and gets into the NFL, you know, so, you know, I can say that that helps him, you know, Gave him his, his little tips to develop his game to be able to take care of his family, you know, in the long run. Uh, coming from Shamarco Thomas, former Syracuse safety inside of the NFL. Shamarco, with a quick wrap-up, I don't know if you and I ever did this, but on my show uh, I have a segment called Rapid Fire where we don't talk about football. I just throw a bunch of questions at you about life, and you give me the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready to play? You're ready to play. <laughs> All right, man. If you could only play one song and one song only every single game coming out of the locker room, what song would it be? NBA Youngboy, you don't want war If you could watch one movie on repeat for the next year in a room and you can't watch any other movie, what would it be? Uh, Friday after next. If a comedian could come to your birthday party and do a set, what comedian would you ask? Fat Boy FFE. If you could go anywhere in the world right now on vacation, this is a three-part question, you can go anywhere on vacation, you can take one person you know, Shamarco, and you can take one celebrity. Where do you go and who do you take? You got to take one celebrity? One celebrity and one person that you know. Uh, I'll take my, my little brother and I'll take Future because that's my favorite, one of my favorite rappers. And where would you go? We'll go to Bahamas or Brazil somewhere. It's only tropical. Fair enough. What is your favorite getaway place to go to? The gym. I never got that answer before. I like that. If you, <laughs> <laughs> I never have. People are like, the beach, treehouse, you know, something like that. Favorite food that when your mom was alive and on this earth, favorite thing that she ever made you? Everything she ever made me, come on, make a thing of fried chicken, you know. She, she, it was nothing like hers, you know. But she said fried chicken, I'll stop everything to get you the house. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite food to eat right now in this moment that you have to go out and get? I just, 
I just went on the, the Jaguars. I went to a little seafood restaurant. That was my favorite food. I think it's Gator Tail. So you went out in Jacksonville and got some good seafood. Yeah, with some of my teammates. You know what? You, you know they, You got to think about that. Even if you lose, you still got to eat. You might as well enjoy where you're at. <laughs> and and it's better than you know the the snow that's been going on and whatnot. So that's good for you. The uh, if you could only let me think about how I want to ask this. Oh, okay, I got it because I got a favorite. Favorite fast food chain, if you're going to have a cheat day, where do you go? Favorite fast food. Me and my brother, me and my brother I call David Byfield. We used to go to Wendy's every day, so it would be All right, see, I'm Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. Have you ever had Chick-fil-A? Oh, yeah, Chick-fil-A is my favorite, but Chick-fil-A is my favorite. I never had Chick-fil-A. You like Chick-fil-A. All right, see, fair enough. Do you get the Chick-fil-A sauce or the Polynesian sauce? I get all of it. I get Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> All right, see, fair enough. See, that's the, see, Shamarco, I know there was a reason why you and I got to know each other back in the day because, you know, I know there was a reason why we were connected. If if any <laughs> actor could play you in a movie, what actor would it be? Any actor? Kevin Hart. No, Denzel Washington. I'm going to have a couple more for you. What are the top three, th- or what are three things on your bucket list? Three things on my bucket list. Besides football stuff? Yeah, besides football. Uh, swimming with the sharks in Africa. Jumping out of airplane. And DC diving. All right, and your final question for me, if I could put a speech bubble above you and everywhere you walked, there was one quote that everybody saw. So when you're walking down the street, you're in the supermarket, you're in the store, you're on the field, they would just see this one quote above your head. What quote would it be? I've never heard that question before. I've never heard All right, fair enough. Well, in 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 all fairness, Shamarco, I'm gonna I'm gonna open it up to you and let you have a couple if you want them. So you can ask me whatever you want. I'm gonna let the interviewer become the interviewee since you've been so awesome with this. So you can ask me anything in that rapid fire sense. So fire away. Uh, what's your what's your three things on your bucket list? Three things on my bucket list. I do want to skydive, so I'm gonna do that with you. And. <laughs> We're going to do that while eating Chick-fil-A. And what else we got? <laughs> what else? That'll be that'll be a Guinness record. What else we going to do? <laughs> so I want to skydive. I want to go to Italy and Spain. I'll count that as one because that's my heritage. And and I would like to, I would like to, um, let me think here. I would like to, to buy my mom a house in some place tropical where she could just go and relax. That's amazing. That is amazing. Let me see. Another question. Uh, what's your favorite food? Besides, no fast food, what's your favorite food to eat? Uh, my favorite food. You know what I like? I, lo- I really, really like, and this is all honesty, and I've done it the last couple of days, I love getting salad and just throwing, like, I went to a place where it was like, make your own salad, and 
you could put in whatever you want. And I was like, walnuts, cranberries, raisins, carrots, a little bit of cheese, croutons. I told the lady, I was like, you can't tell me I can make my own and then give me all these options. So, you know, I, I like I like a good salad with like a bunch of stuff in it, maybe some grilled chicken or shrimp on top. So it's a healthier meal, but I like to I like to put a bunch of stuff in it. Yeah. So you you want to know what I would put on top of mine? Yeah, what would yours be? Mine would be. Hmm. Mine would be. I'm trying to think about exactly what I would want to say. I I would say. If I I think the quote on top of my head, I'd want other people to read it and hopefully be inspired. So my quote would be, if God didn't exist, tell me who woke you up today. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, man. See, you think, see, you think deep. I wish I could think like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got that deepness, man. I got I got to know some about it, but you listen. I'm also the man that could go out there and, and watch the, you know, turn the brain off and watch a movie for a couple hours and, you know. So I, I got to ask you this because I have like a, like I have a choice on this and, and I made some jokes about it. Meek Mill or Drake? Who would you pick? Meek Mill. I'm a Meek Mill guy. Oh, come on, man. You got to see. That's not, that's not right. I called him Weak Mill when he was going through that thing. <laughs> I like Drake music. You know, he makes hits, but Meek is talking about everything. You know, that even the stuff I go through. I like to listen to rappers and talk about things I go through. So I like Meek, Future, you know, like that, stuff like that. All right. See, that's fair. That's better. You know, I think like, cause Drake's got some good stuff, but you know, Drake, Drake, Drake seemed, but it seems like he had, you know, like a pretty relatively good life where, you know, other rappers are talking about some stuff that they had to go through that I don't think anybody would want to go through. Yeah. So I just like to listen to people's stories. You know, that's why I think I go to music a little bit more. Well, yeah, no. And I, I can appreciate that. People like to listen to things, people that have been through stuff that have made it through because it gives you a, it gives you the fire to do it yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that coming from Shamarco Thomas. And, man, I mean, I appreciate it as always. It's been way too many years. I appreciate that you've, you know, kept in touch with me off and on here. But can we can we make a, an oath to one another that we'll keep in touch now? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. We definitely make an oath. Definitely, man. I, I enjoy this, man. And we definitely bring it back memory, you know. So I definitely keep that oath. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Hey, wake-up call listeners. This is Tom Taylor, owner of Sammy Malone's, located at 2 Oswego Street in Baldwinsville, New York, overlooking the beautiful Seneca River. We proudly open our doors to you seven days a week, beginning at 11 a.m. daily, with free parking. Whether it's game day, after-work drinks, or a meal with family and friends, we are honored that you come visit us. Call 315-635-5407 for parties and catering. I'll see you at Sammy Malone's, home of the best sandwich in Beeville. Hi, this is Domenico Vitale, owner of Giovanni's Formalware, where you look great and feel even better with our renowned tailoring and alteration services on any suit, or any tuxedo from anywhere. Call 315-455-8729. That's 315-455-8729. Stop in locally on Route 11 in North Syracuse, next to the Ponderosa Plaza. 
where you can choose your style, get fitted, and tailored, all at Giovanni's Formal Wear. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or hondacity-cny.com. For all of us that have always wanted our favorite restaurant to come to us, it's now a reality in Central New York with It's a Utica Thing. With Utica Pizza Company bringing their wonderful recipes that they've handed down through generations to you, to your event, to your business, to your home. It's a Utica Thing. Proudly bringing Utica Pizza Company on wheels to your location. Call 315-738-8946. That's 315-738-8946 to bring Utica Pizza Company to your doorstep with It's a Utica Thing. Utica Pizza Company spells family. Your family. My family. Their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens, they're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Always happy to be here with you on the broadcast, and I want to give a special thanks in wrapping up the show to Muddy Waters in Baldwinsville, New York on 2 Oswego Street. Want to thank them for another great night of game show night. We had Battle of the Sexes last night. The women versus the men, the ladies versus the boys. And we finished with a victory to the ladies. So big shout out to the women that were in the game. The two teams, I want to make sure that I remember it here. The one team was the super high intensity team, was the men's team. And on the women's side, we had treat yourself. And they treated themselves because they got a $25 gift certificate to Muddy Waters. We can have as many teams as possible out there. We have no cap. You can have up to six players on a team. You can come play by yourself, or you can have another person or all the way up to six people on your team. So come out to Muddy Waters and try something new and something different in game show night every Thursday at 7 p.m. And, of course, upstairs we have brought trivia back. Wake Up Call Live Trivia is back in Beeville, and we are right there at Sammy Malone's on 2 Oswego Street above Muddy Waters every Tuesday at 6 p.m. So Tuesday at 6 and Thursday at 7, you know where to be, 2 Oswego Street in Beeville. Muddy Waters and Sammy Malone's. Muddy Waters on Thursday, Sammy's on Tuesday. And if you forget, you can go to wakeupcalldt.com and check it out. Have a great weekend. Be safe, be well, and know that I hope nothing but the best for you. You got my picks this week, Philadelphia as well as Jacksonville and New England, as well as Minnesota. 
Those are my final four. We'll see how we shake out. I'm nervous about that Atlanta pick. I really am. The more I say it, the more I get kind of, you know, like I'm going to hurt in my mouth a little bit because Atlanta's a dangerous team to bet against. So we'll see. We shall see as we go into the divisional round of the NFL. And after this, we'll know the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. It'll be coming up very, very, very soon. So be prepared. Be ready. Let's have some fun with this one, folks. And a great weekend. I cannot wait to cover this game in Jacksonville with you. Jacksonville taking on Pittsburgh. Big thanks to the Jacksonville Jaguars organization, the NFL, and God most of all. Thank you so much. And my parents and my family and loved ones, my wife and my puppy and bros and sisses and everybody that's believed in me all the way up to this point. Thank you so much. God bless you. And I much appreciate it. To all my dogs, Shady Mordu, Cinnamon, to my close friends, to, you know, to, you know, to Ross, to Evan, to Nick, to Joey, to Mark, to Rob, every, to Dale, everybody. Thank you so much. To mom and dad, G-Mama, Gammy, my pops, all three of them, uh, including my adopted grandfather and Kate's grandfather here on earth as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I do this with all my heart and all my soul and in all my mind. So I want to thank in my body too. So I thank God for all that I have and for this opportunity as always. Have yourselves a great day. If you want to follow on to my coverage, which you should, go to wakeupcalldt.com, click on the right now page. The On the Prowl page has all my Jaguars videos, interviews, stories, everything. So check me out there as well. And make sure that you are on Facebook liking the page at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT. Have a great day. God bless you. Be well. And I'll talk with you soon. I'll talk with you from Pittsburgh in just a few days. God bless.